It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today we're on page 53 of our devotional titled, Listen to Me. Thomas Fuller said, A wise man may look ridiculous in the company of fools. Life's many difficult moments can overwhelm any of us with ease. At some point, you are going to need encouragement from God's people. Take comfort knowing that godly wisdom, lessons learned from life experience, and fresh perspectives are near you. Each can help steer your faith and bless you, and each one lives within the people you know. The encouragement you need is never far from you. These are the people you sit next to in worship. You sit in their Bible studies or share recipes or fish stories with them. Wise teachers and leaders are not always teachers or leaders. Often they are the ordinary people you know and love. Even strangers can be a blessing. God often uses the words of others to bring conviction, inspiration, and direction to you. As I look back, I thank God for the many times that someone was willing to tell me what I needed to hear. Did they know I needed to hear it? Was there something they could see in me that led them to share what they did? I'm not sure. Either way, I am sure they didn't realize, and maybe still don't, how much their words meant to me. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes, what I've needed to hear has been a kind word about my parenting choices. Other times it was affirmation about my ministry. But there were also other times when what I needed to hear was that I was the problem. Thank God I have had people who were willing to be honest with me. We need people who will speak words of life into us, even if those life words aren't all that we would rather hear. Now, that said, there are other times you can't let what people say deter you. Think of the times you know God has spoken to you. Circumstances around such times can be challenging because, as we've already said, God often uses other people as holy voices. So how do you know if what someone is telling you is wise advice or if it's not what God has intended for you? There are not always clear indicators. Here's what I do know. Decide to follow what you're sure is God's voice, and some people will call you stubborn. People tend to appreciate it when you listen to their advice or input. They question you when you don't. It's almost like they can't wait to use the I told you card. Is that a clue? Do they seem more concerned that you give credence to what they say rather than being in line with God's will? It takes prayer and a discerning spirit to decide what words you need to pay attention to from others. In Luke 1, there are two songs recorded. The first is Mary's, Jesus' mother. Again, we call it the Magnificat. 
Mary's relative, Elizabeth, confirmed to her what she had heard about her child. Mary's response was a praise to God, the Magnificat. The second song is from Elizabeth's husband, Zachariah. His song came after the birth of his son, John, John the Baptist. Zechariah's song was the first words he spoke after being mute. The angel Gabriel made him mute after Zechariah questioned his message. See why people are always scared of angels in the Bible? And there's a lot more to that story. I hope you'll take time to read it. And here's an important part we sometimes overlook. By tradition, sons took their father's name. By that standard, John the Baptist should have been named Zechariah. And if he wasn't, he should have been named after some other prominent male figure in his family. That's not so hard to understand. Many men pride themselves on being a junior or using a suffix like the third after their name. There's a pride in being named after someone in the family who is respected, well-loved, or accomplished. But that's not what the angel instructed Zechariah to do. A name carried great significance in this tradition. Names are more than what people call you. They are your life's direction. It's more than what you'll be known as and more what you'll be known for. You can hear that in the question that people have about John. They asked, what then is this child going to be? Cultural tradition and wise advice asserted Zachariah and Elizabeth named their son Zachariah. It's what made sense to everyone else. It was even the noble, admiral thing to do. But it wasn't what God wanted them to do. Consider how important tradition was to John's parents. I imagine Elizabeth and Zachariah wondered if naming the boy John was the right thing to do. Of course, they listened to what God told them and not what everyone else expected or wanted them to do. Good for them. And good for you. Stay blessed. This has been a special reading from my devotional book titled Trying to Follow Jesus More Than I Failed Jesus. You can find a copy online at Amazon or check out my website, anotherjohn.com. God be with you.